And we're back for another one. You're listening to the Julio from New York show 2.0, episode 138, back to the same old, recorded live on Sunday, June 14th, 2020. This here is my audio diaries where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. Today's episode is going to be very short, I believe. It's going to be just a breakdown of what I've been consuming this week. Um, the end result of the Betty Atan and all that jazz. If this is your cup of tea, by all means, sit back, relax, and unwind. Heart and soul of New York City. Otherwise, uh, there are plenty of podcasts out there for you to listen to and get on the ball with that. So uh, we'll be starting in a short moment once the music stops as always and welcome back to the show once again i'm your host julio from new york this is episode 138 back to the same old and i'm recording on sunday june 14th so, what to talk about? Well, as you notice, as you know, I should say, since um, if you have been listening to all the other episodes, I've been on a uh, telethon, so to speak. Well, not a telethon. I've been on a TV marathon, binging on a, this telenovela called Betty La Faire, which I finished finally. I want to say it took me about two weeks, more or less, to finish 157 episodes, I believe it was. The show was as good as I remember it being. It, you know, it had a lot of heart. It had some comedy bits. It had drama. It had tension. It had every. It had the. You know, everything you want in a good recipe for a good story. It had all the fine ingredients. Only only the finest uh, telenovela ingredients for a good telenovela. So um, I give it two thumbs up. Of course, it's the best novella ever made. A lot of people claim that it's a Colombian original. And it's a, it's a good one. So I, I definitely, if uh, if you can if you understand Spanish and you're able to find it, definitely give it a viewing. It it'll be well worth your uh, watching. So I finally finished it, and I am no longer cooped up in the house as much as I was when I was just watching that show on every you know at every free hour that I had available. So now I am you know going out again and walking, and trying to be more physically active because, for the most part. With Corona are out there, out there I'm I'm pretty much uh, shut in, except for the few moments that I'm outside, either doing chores like like buying groceries or dropping off laundry and then picking up laundry, or I'm doing like a thirty minute, forty minute walk. So, I need to do all of that, otherwise, you know, my muscles will atrophy and I will become a, a gelatin mess, and we don't want that. As long as I'm breathing, I want to enjoy existing and, and not suffer needlessly. So I am trying to be a lot more active and, and, and you know, walk around. And I'm going to start incorporating push-ups and planks again into my uh, routine. Uh, it shouldn't take, you know, just a slow build up here and there and eventually get to a point where I will be more physically active. I, I, got, I did get the Oyo Fitness um, machine, so I should definitely start 
playing around with that as well to just get more a, a more well-rounded workout and start shedding some fat. And um, let's see what else. I haven't again still not paying attention to the news that much, um, if any, if at all, unless uh, something creeps in through my bubble through other means like my friends telling me stuff or coworkers texting me stuff or or anything of that etc you know so uh yeah that's pretty much it I, I have nothing else to say regarding my uh, my inner monologue or my monologue I should say uh about what's going on uh, the rest of what I've been doing this week is definitely part of the entertainment chunk so let's get on it Okay, so let's start with what I think will take the least amount of time to what will take the most amount of time. So the least amount of time, I um, I read somewhere regarding, because um, uh, ESPN had just released the, the last game, as you all know, the big 10-ish, 10-episode documentary that was a, their biggest success uh, as of yet. And recently, uh, at least it should have came out already, either uh, last Sunday or this Sunday, uh, the 14th, there should have been an episode of Bruce Lee called Be Water. And I've been trying to look for it. And in my uh, search for this documentary that I have not been able to find, I've just been, um, my interest in Bruce Lee has has rekindled. And I, I noticed there are some movies on Amazon Prime. There are movies about him on Netflix. And... There is a soon-to-be-released, soon-re-released, I should say, a collection of his films by Criterion. So I jumped on that, and I pre-ordered it, the Criterion collection of Bruce Lee's greatest hits. And I am looking forward to that um, collection when I get it and watch it with my surround sound and my TV on my Blu-ray player. So I'm pretty psyched about it. I mean, the guy was phenomenal. In his time, he was definitely um, revolutionary in filmmaking uh, in his own way, especially with martial arts and and his ability to cross over to the mainstream and make it um, have such a, a cultural impact on on Americana, uh, especially with uh, minorities and Hispanics and, and blacks alike. Uh, in in in, the, in urban neighborhoods, Most, I mean, you have Wu Tang Clan, uh, the rap group, which obviously they were influenced with kung fu movies, and I'm sure Bruce Lee definitely played a part in the fabric of their of their uh, lives. And so, like, he really made, he really uh, broke through. He made kung fu movies a lot more um, socially acceptable than just be a little niche niche. Um, genre like like black 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 exploitation films like shaft and things like that so because of him you you have you know mortal Kombat mainstream films you have uh martial arts in fighting in general incorporated in action films you know rush hour as a big was a big hit in the early 2000s late 90s i want to say um jet lee made a crossover into the american uh film then you had a Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer, uh, Mortal Kombat, 
I'm not Mortal Kombat. I already said that. Uh, Ma- the Matrix incorporated a lot of martial arts in their films. So, so yeah, he was the start of that. He was the start of making this uh, a phenomenon. Thanks to him, The Last Dragon, which was a one of the last black exploitation films that came out uh, by um, Motown. Probably their first and only movie, actually. Their, yeah, their one and only movie that came out, but it's it's a cult classic as well. But you know, Bruce Leroy was his name. Obviously, he was he was an idol. He was a he he uh, he worshipped Bruce Lee, the man. Uh, that that's the character in the film, anyway. So, I'm talking a lot more than I thought I was about this. Anyway, so the Criterion, which is a a company that likes to release artistic films or whatever from all around the world. I got Black Girl from them. I bought um. Uh, Fools in Love, which is a uh, the Wong Kar Wai film, which is a, I got the Criterion Collection version of that. I was trying to get their version of Chung King Express, but wasn't able to. And well, now I'm getting Bruce Lee, so I'm looking forward to that collection. Anyways, moving on. What else is going on? Let's see. Oh yes. Uh, so now with Betty out of the way, I actually have time to try other things or whatever during my lunch break or my free time, I'm going to try to curb TV a little bit and get back into reading as well or audio listening and, and more walking and you know other things. But I decided to check out this show, Upload, which Amazon has been pushing in commercials and stuff. And it looked interesting. I wasn't exactly sure what it was, but now I've confirmed. It's sort of uh, about the afterlife in a, in a sense. It's about people who essentially don't want to die and go to the unknown they want to ensure eternity so they upload their consciousness into a virtual world which is what a lot of people hope to one day do a lot of futurists or a lot of people who are afraid of of mortality uh, are hoping for this future where they can essentially upload their persona what their essence or or whatever their consciousness into uh into a, a computer hard drive for lack of a better explanation so they can essentially live forever but through electronic means and so this show is taking that premise and you know having fun with it so this one this guy uh, i don't i don't i don't even remember his name but he dies not an accidental death it definitely was premeditated someone what's the word hacked yeah someone hacked into his um autonomous vehicle self-driving car and caused it to crash into a truck that it quote unquote did not notice on its uh, mapping system, so he gets into this bad accident, and he had a you know a last minute choice: do I risk the surgery to survive, or do I just upload my my consciousness for a guaranteed chance of living forever, albeit outside, no longer with a body, because you're going to just be a virtual version of yourself. And his girlfriend um, of the moment who he doesn't really see himself living with forever but again he is at death's door and he makes this impulsive decision because he really doesn't have much of a choice of what to do or say and signs off to uh be uploaded to uh, this place called horizon horizon i I think it's sort of a uh what's the word there's a word where you have something that sounds like something else uh and represents it but it isn't like verizon is an example of that um thing that I'm talking about, which is what I'm trying to say. This horizon is supposed to be the Verizon version of virtual systems or whatever. But anyways, he's in the, he's in the, he gets uploaded 
and that's the premise of the show. But then you realize uh, he was a computer programmer, and him and his friend were actually going to program their own virtual world for people to upload their lives. And they were going to make it, uh, I guess, an open source or free version of what Horizon is, which is a luxury model. And so it makes you question, okay, so the reason why they they killed him off, essentially, was to stop him from making this competing business service that would have undercut their, their business model because they were going to do it for free, whereas they're charging who knows how much money for people to upload their virtual their their essence into into the into their servers and in the end of that first episode um because again he doesn't remember that he he, they so yeah he was a he was a coder but he doesn't remember that part that part of his memory file was corrupted so the woman uh the the rep the horizon rep who who's going to be her his um um not mentor or uh, his his consultant i guess so to speak to to kind of wean him or, or settle him into this into helping with his transition she uh creates a folder with a question mark to put that corrupted file uh the, the corrupted files i should say so he can um so she could i guess fix it later on um that way he can get processed and and uploaded towards the end of that episode when she, when she punches out uh you notice someone is virtually controlling her desktop opening up that folder and deleting those files so that that just further cements my suspicion that you know the death was med- was premeditated and it was for that reason now how much his girlfriend's involved because apparently her family has generations of people uploaded into this specific brand of virtual reality i don't know so she might have been a plant who knows uh, i guess we'll find out in later episodes, but it's an interesting show. It, it has its moments. It has its com- comedic moments, I should say. I don't know if it's really going to be a drama so much. I mean, the, the fact that they killed him off for that reason kind of makes it a little sinister. So it takes away some of the comedic elements, unless they're, they're going for dark comedy. But I guess uh, more, you know, time will tell. I've only seen the first episode so far. Lastly, uh, Pete Davidson came out with a movie. Uh, it released on uh, video on demand this past Friday called The King of Staten Island. And it's a comedic film with uh, heart, as uh, Bill Burr uh, explained on, on his interview with the Joe Rogan podcast. It's a, it's, so it's a film that's sort of autobiographical in that the character that Pete Davidson plays is this troubled kid or a young adult who is still suffering uh, traumatic? He's still suffering trauma um, from the loss of his father in a fire, and the real life Pete Davidson lost his father in 9/11, uh, the fire of 9/11. Well, the fire of the twin towers in 9/11, because his father was a fireman, and so his father had to go to Ground Zero to try to help people, and of course he uh, didn't make it. So that. So that part is parallel in, in the story of the character that he plays in the sh- in the movie, as well as um, his mom, also living uh, stuck in in that time in that she's still a widow. So in real life, the mother um, still isn't dating. In the movie, his mother is starting to feel like she's ready to move on, and she starts um, a relationship with uh, Bill Burr's character, who's another fireman. And of course, all comedy hijinks ensue. 
it's a very good movie. It's about two hours and change. And um, it was a lot better than I expected. I expected a decent film. I, I really ended up enjoying it a lot. There's a lot of very funny moments, a lot of heartfelt moments, a lot of touching moments. And um, I think it's a perfectly written comedic film. I, I, I think the characters are fully fleshed out. The plot is pretty solid. The characters are multidimensional. They have their layers. And you get to see that. And they don't take short i don't feel like they take shortcuts it, it doesn't really have a uh, a clean cut ending so to speak i mean there is some closure to to a lot of the to some of the storylines but just enough because that's realistic in that it's not a completely open shut case there's acknowledgement of fault and uh, acceptance of flaws and some pardons but it's still working. Everything's a work in progress, which is realistic, and so I definitely appreciated that about the uh, the film. So, I wholeheartedly recommend uh, if you get a chance to watch *The King of Staten Island* with Pete Davidson, Bill Burr, Marissa Tomei, a couple of other people whose names escape me. Uh, but it's a good film. Oh, and uh, Pete's uh, uncle or. Yeah, uncle makes an appearance on the on the in the film as well. Playing, I think he plays his uncle in the film, uh, which is funny. But uh, he he kind of steals a scene. Uh, but well, well, but you could tell it's him just because they their faces look so the the features physical features of the face look so alike. That's obvious. That's his. That's definitely a real relative in the film. So uh, yeah, I recommend King of Staten Island. Uh, check out upload if you're curious. And if you're a fan of Bruce Lee, you got to get the Criterion Collection version. It's, that's uh, right now a pre-order. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, um, but actually Criterion, until uh, tomorrow, June 15th, has a sale on their website. There. So you can get it, you should get it from them directly, uh, just because you're supporting them more. And, uh, you know, Amazon has enough money. So even though you know, I'm watching a show of theirs, um, if you can definitely uh, nip and curb your use of Amazon services, I, I personally recommend it just because they're getting too big. And it's good to spread the wealth to other uh, better meaning places, even though you know, capitalism is what it is. You know, let's, let's uh, try to keep the giants as, as uh, limit their growth as much as possible. And, and like I said, spread, spread the wealth. If you have any uh, questions, comments, what have you, you can always reach me at juliofromny at gmail.com. Or you can go to my webpage, the Julio. Actually, no, not there's no duh there, but JulioFromNewYorkShow.com. Click on the contact section of my page and write to me there. And I'm not really on the Twitters anymore. I just use it to upload uh, posts about upcoming episodes. But you can write to me there if you want at JulioFromNY. So until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>